100 years ago in 1920, the 19th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States was signed into law and officially granted 20 million American women the right to vote. This mass expansion in voting rights was the result of generations of intense activism known as the women's suffrage movement that has had a lasting legacy on the continued fight for equality in America. In recognition of the struggles and achievements of a once disenfranchised majority, PreserveCast is honored to share remarkable stories of suffragists within each episode this year. Beyond the Ballot is supported by Preservation Maryland, Gallagher, Avilius, and Jones Attorneys at Law, and the Maryland Historical Trust. To learn more about influential women, past and present, or to donate, please visit ballotandbeyond.org. This week on Ballot and Beyond, we'll learn about Estelle Hall Young, a leader of civic and suffrage organizations in Baltimore that supported African-American visibility and racial equality. Read by Casey Roan, the primary researcher of Maryland's historic context statement on the state's suffrage legacy. Estelle Hall Young, suffrage and civil rights champion. Like the national movement, Maryland's suffrage movement was highly segregated. Many white suffragists rejected the participation of African-American women and used racist arguments to support their cause when it suited them. A typical case was that made by an officer of the Women's Suffrage League of Maryland in a 1919 letter to the Baltimore Sun that read, Not only would women's suffrage give white control in these states a more permanent footing than now, but white supremacy will continue to grow. In this racist environment, African-American women formed separate suffrage organizations. In 1915, Estelle Hall Young organized an African-American women's suffrage club in West Baltimore. Young was a native Georgian who had attended Spelman College and Atlanta University, where she studied under W.E.B. Du Bois. She later moved to Baltimore and formed a groundbreaking household with her husband, Dr. Howard E. Young, proprietor of the city's first African-American-owned and operated pharmacy. Their daughter, N. Louise Young, would become the first African-American woman to practice medicine in Maryland. Under Estelle Hall Young's leadership, the Progressive Suffrage Club, also called the Colored Women's Suffrage Club, advanced women's suffrage at a time when Black women's voting rights were just one part of a much broader push for equality. Young knew that the passage of the 19th Amendment was just one step. Young didn't stop when women were enfranchised. She rallied Maryland's African-American women to vote to send a message to the state legislators who had worked to defeat suffrage on the grounds that it would expand the pool of eligible black voters. She declared, We women are especially bitter against the type of white politicians who said that we would not know a ballot if we saw one coming up the street. We must register in order to vote, and we must vote in order to rebuke those politicians. Young organized new club chapters, set up weekly meetings to instruct women on how to register and vote, and asked local ministers to allow five minutes at the beginning of Sunday services for a message about voter registration. These efforts were rewarded. Across Baltimore's black neighborhoods, the Afro-American newspaper stated that women were out and forced to register and stayed in long lines stretching out on the sidewalk until their turn came. Old and young, beautiful and homely, they were there with bells on. Young and many of her fellow suffrage club members persisted in political and civic activism long after the passage of the 19th Amendment. Unlike white women, black women still faced legal voting restrictions until the passage of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, which barred racially discriminatory voting practices. <laughs> 